Welcome back to another episode of the Jam Pack Report, today for March 10th of 2021. And today, our Microsoft ZeniMax acquisition jamboree continues because we now have a post on the Xbox Wire detailing what's happening with the acquisition. Now, if you are new to the show or you might just be catching up with what's happening with ZeniMax and Bethesda, check out the last couple of episodes of the Jam Pack Report. They will get you filled in. But in short, big acquisition has closed and some changes are on the way. This news comes from the Xbox Wire, where Phil Spencer, head of Xbox, writes, officially welcoming Bethesda to Team Xbox. He says, quote, This is an exciting day for Xbox. Today, we officially complete the acquisition of ZeniMax Media, parent company of Bethesda Softworks. It is an honor to welcome the eight incredibly talented development studios, Bethesda Game Studios, id Software, ZeniMax Online Studios, Arcane, Machine Games, Tango Gameworks, AlphaDog, and Roundhouse Studios, and their passionate global communities to the Xbox family. Now that everything is official, we can begin working together to deliver more great games to everyone. At every step building towards this moment, I've been inspired and motivated by the creativity, insight, and community-first approach of the talented people at Bethesda. Our goal is to give these teams the best foundation for doing their greatest work and to learn from them as we continue to build Xbox into an inclusive platform for all players. This is the next step in building an industry-leading first-party studios team, a commitment we have to our Xbox community. With the addition of the Bethesda Creative Teams, gamers should know that Xbox consoles, PC, and Game Pass will be the best place to experience new Bethesda games, including some new titles in the future that will be exclusive to Xbox and PC players. As we shared previously, it is vitally important that Bethesda continues making games the way it always has. We look forward to empowering Bethesda's creative teams to reach even more players around the world, helping make future Bethesda titles the biggest and most popular games in their history. Xbox and Bethesda have long shared a common vision for the future of gaming. Both as fans and as creators, Bethesda understands the potential of Xbox Game Pass. We would also like to honor the life and memory of my close friend, Robert A. Altman, founder of ZeniMax Media. Robert believed deeply in the power of gaming, and we are privileged to be able to continue his work by joining forces with the teams he built and led for many years. I will miss the opportunity to work directly with him on the future of our combined teams, but I know that his spirit will live on in the shared work we do and motivate us to make this partnership all he envisioned. Thank you to all our players for joining us on this... Thank you to all of our incredible players... Thank you to all our incredible players... Thank you to all our players for joining us on this incredible journey and to the millions of Bethesda fans around the world. Now that we are one team, we can start working together on the future ahead. We will have more to share about what is next for our teams later this year. In the meantime, to properly celebrate this special moment, we are bringing additional Bethesda games into Xbox Game Pass later this week. Stay tuned for more details. And so there you have it, the official statement from Phil Spencer on the acquisition of ZeniMax and Bethesda as it does draw to a close. Now, unfortunately, the exclusivity deal is not necessarily detailed here. You do have the reminder that some games are going to be exclusive to Xbox and PC players, but then we're left with the question of, okay, cool. Well, what games are we talking about? Elder Scrolls? Doom? Wolfenstein? Starfield? We need some more details here, and ultimately they really just come with time. I'm personally of the mindset, after reading this blog, that multiplayer games will be multi-platform, and then single-player games could potentially be Xbox exclusives, but 
it really comes down to the question of what approach Microsoft takes. Did they invest $7.5 billion to build Xbox into a destination for people to go and to sell consoles? Or did they buy it to bolster their bottom line in the gaming division and to continue selling games to people outside of their unique ecosystem to generate revenue from other install bases? These are two different approaches that are equally valid in my mind, and it just depends on which one they take. Uh, so we will see what happens in the future. But again, yet one more time, we have not uh, gotten a direct answer as to exclusivity. But if you did not get a chance to check out the video from Bethesda, go check it out right now. It's up on the IGN YouTube channel, I believe is where I looked uh, looked at it. Uh, very cool video kind of showcasing the history of Bethesda uh, and a lot of cool pictures along the way that they've taken. And it tells the story in a very brief amount of time of how the company grew from being in a Maryland basement all the way up to this multinational corporation that it is today. Very cool stuff. Highly recommend checking that out. But speaking of Team Xbox, a new update is rolling out to Xboxes around the world that adds plenty of new features and prepares them for that new headset that drops in just a couple of days. Of course, first and foremost, they do tailor the Xbox wireless headset experience on console or PC. There is this little video here that showcases what you can expect. You can kind of change the brightness of the lights. You can change the equalization of your headset. Lots of cool features there for that new $100 accessory that drops on March the 16th. On top of that, here is the feature that many have been looking forward to. The backward compatible auto HDR and FPS boost settings have been added. Now you can choose the experience that you have. If you missed this story, FPS boost is essentially artificially increasing the frame rate of legacy games. So something like Far Cry 4, for instance, that ran at 30 frames per second, can now run at a solid 60 at 4K without changing the official code of the game to run at that resolution and frame rate. Very cool technology. And then, of course, Auto HDR retroactively adds deeper color values into your games to make your blackers black, your whiters whiter. It's fantastic stuff and it really does make the image pop on your screen. Now, some people might want the original experience. They might want to play these games the way that they were intended to be played by the developers. And so now you have the option to toggle those settings off. On top of that, a couple of fantastic quality of life improvements. Achievements are coming back to the Xbox app Thank you. That is phenomenal. On top of that, there is a new way to manage your Xbox subscriptions. They write, quote, We are bringing subscription management to Xbox consoles to make it easier for customers to see all of their important plan information, including last charge, next charge, end date, and more. Very important feature here to make sure that you are up on top of all of your subscriptions in a world where subscriptions are so, so important and such a huge part of the gaming and entertainment experience, really. TV listings in one guide are going away. Super disappointing there, I know. We all weep for their failure. And then, of course, you can manage games even easier than ever before. You can actually choose what to install rather than install all. Uh, very nice here to see what bundles are included and what sections of your game are included in that installation. Very nice quality of life update for March. I'm excited about the new headset. Personally, I will be picking it up myself. I sold my other headset and I'm getting the new one for sure. So I'll be sure to let you guys know how this bad boy works out. Uh, but very cool stuff here for the Xbox players. 
Now moving on to a story from the PlayStation side of the house, Naughty Dog is staffing up for a multiplayer game. This was posted by Andy Robinson and he writes in the subhead, The Last of Us developer previously said it would release Part 2's online mode separately. That's the story right there. I'm not sure why the gaming media is beginning to pick this up and run with it because it all stems from a job listing that is looking for an economy designer to work on a multiplayer game with live operations and player progression. That is a direct quote from Robinson's article on VGC. That just sounds like they're continuing. They're just working on factions. I'm not sure what the big deal is here for this story because this is something that has been shared and stated since i believe the middle of 2020 uh they said that factions was originally going to launch alongside the last of us 2 and then the scope of the game began to grow and grow and so it's going to be its own standalone experience that's what's being worked on not sure what else to say here but naughty dog is a uh, hiring i suppose if you do uh, find yourself in need of a job but Overwatch has gotten some next-generation upgrades. This news comes by way of the latest Overwatch retail patch notes that came out on March 9th of 2021. And once you scroll through the announcements and the various challenges and general updates, you get to the Xbox updates, where you see optimized for Xbox Series X and S enhancements. You have, quote, added preferred mode graphics options, which allow switching between three different presets, resolution, balanced, and frame rate. These modes adjust video settings to bias towards image quality, resolution, and frame rate. Resolution. This mode prefers higher resolution output at the cost of some image quality. This features 4K at 60fps and 1440p at 60fps on the Series X and S respectively. Balanced. Prefers image quality at the cost of resolution. The game runs at 1440p on the Series X at 60hz and on Series S at 1080p at 60hz. And then you have frame rate. This mode prefers higher frame rate at 120 frames per second at the cost of both image quality and resolution. The Series X runs at 1440p at 120 and Series S at 1080p at 120 hertz. And of course, you do have to have features built into your television that support 120 hertz or variable refresh rates to take advantage of these new features. The question is, when will these features come to PlayStation 5? I would hope those are on the way, uh, but there is no definitive statement here as to uh, if that is the case. So right now, Xbox Series X and S players are getting the latest build of Overwatch that does feature some next-gen improvements. So if you want to dive back in and test your might, then you can sure as heck check out Overwatch that's out now on Xbox Series X, Series S, and of course you can play it on the Xbox One, PS4, PC, Nintendo Switch as well, out there on a lot of different things. But that rounds out today's episode of the Jam Pack Report. If you enjoyed today's show, drop me a like down below and let me know what you think about the Bethesda acquisition by Microsoft. What are your thoughts after yesterday's blog post? I know we've been covering it all week, but man, the news just keeps coming. But until tomorrow, you guys have a fantastic rest of your day. I'll talk to you soon and peace.